Lotus FM News with Tracy Valigam. Good morning. The 18 learners from St. Mary's School in Pretoria who are on an educational trip to Nepal are due back home on Thursday. The girls are reported to be safe after an earthquake ravaged the country. Stuart Morris is Global Operations Director for World Challenge, the organization that arranged the St. Mary's learners trip. Their scheduled flight leaves in a couple of days' time on the 30th of April from Kathmandu now. We know that some airlines are putting on bigger aircraft to try and clear the backlog. I don't think it's going to be possible to bring them back any earlier. But as I said, we've got plans in place to keep them safe and well and comfortable. And they will, we hope, if there's no other disruptions, that they will fly back on their scheduled flights. Meanwhile, high numbers of people have slept on the, on the streets of Kathmandu for a third consecutive night. Many of those homes remain habitable, are too scared to return. A major international rescue is continuing. The government says it needs everything from blankets and food to helicopters and doctors. The BBC's Sanjay Majumda has more. The Nepalese capital is beginning to resemble a tense city as survivors of the earthquake set up camp on any piece of open ground they can find. Rescue workers are continuing to pull people out of the rubble and the hospitals are overflowing. International aid is coming in by the hour, but there is an urgent need for specialist equipment and supplies. With the roads leading to the worst-hit areas now being cleared, rescue teams are beginning to get to the remote villages in the mountains. The presidency says the remaining names of the foreign nationals killed in the recent xenophobic violence will be released as soon as the victims have been conclusively identified. Presidential spokesperson Mac Maraj says this follows media inquiries about the names of the foreign nationals who were killed. Four foreigners and three South Africans were killed during the violence during his Freedom Day speech yesterday. President Jacob Zuma released the names of the three South Africans killed in KwaZulu-Natal. They were Ayanda Dlamini, Tabo Mzobe and Sawankosi Dlamini. President Zuma also named the Mozambican who was stabbed to death in Alexandra, north of Johannesburg, as Manuel Josias. The man had been formally identified as Emmanuel Sitole. Khoisan leaders have voiced their anger at the desecration of the memorial site and grave of Sarah Bartman in Hankey in the Eastern Cape. White paint was splashed on the site at Saturday. This is the latest of many memorial sites in the country to be defaced. The Khoisan woman was reburied near her birthplace in Hankey almost 13 years ago after her remains had been returned from Europe. Khoisan chief Danki Jafta explains. We are really disappointed. We are actually disgusted of what was happening to the statue here of Mama Sarah because we believe that the statue brought us dignity. People want to plunge the country into a divide. The write-up on South Africa's code of arms is saying that means in Khoikhoi, unity in diversity. ESCOM says it has successfully conducted maintenance and returned 1,453 megawatts of generating capacity into the national grid. The utility's acting CEO, Brian Moleve, says ESCOM's maintenance teams worked hard at the long weekend and managed to perform planned maintenance on some of the utility's plants. Moleve has not given details of where exactly the maintenance has been carried out. However, he says the network remains constrained. 
And finally, to wrap up this morning, a state of emergency and a week-long night curfew have been declared in the U.S. city of Baltimore to curb rioting. The riots began after the funeral of Freddie Gray, an African-American who died in police custody earlier this month of an unexplained spinal injury. Some city officials say the disturbances are the worst since the riots that followed the assassination of Martin Luther King in 1968. The governor of Maryland... Larry Hogan has condemned the rioting. People have the right to protest and express their frustration, but Baltimore City families deserve peace and safety in their communities. And these acts of violence and destruction of property cannot and will not be tolerated. The top story this hour, the 18 learners from St. Mary's School in Pretoria who are on an educational trip to Nepal are due back home on Thursday. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlivan. I'll be back with the headlines at 6.30. Now it's time for Newsbreak with Matthew Viren and the team.